Hey y'all, boy, I can't do this no more, man. It's life, man. I'm hurting bad, man. Too bad, bro. like being able to do what you want to do like Ooh. ain't nothing like waking up in your house and you can go buy that bag your own self you could go buy your mm. own car you could pay your own bills you ain't mm. gotta worry about a nigga for shit. Mm. sometimes i don't even want to answer my phone for it and that feel good because i got it i got me i mm. got me i got my kids i got my family like that's important like it's good to have a it's good to have some support but it's also good to have you because at the end of the day you all you got when, when you fall back when you fall down like you all you got to pick yourself back up <laughs> Like, and like he would do any and everything for me. I just don't like flexing no more. Cause we live together. Like he pay all the bills. I don't even be caring for him. I don't pay a bill. I don't even know what the first thing is. And that's real city grush. I don't pay a bill. Like put up. And that's real city grush. You said, wait a minute. I'm a professional woman, and you're and you're a failure. Don't tell me nothing about your profession. You're a failure if you can't keep a man. No profession can make you happy. No profession. Call yourself whatever the hell you want to. If there ain't a man in your life to make you happy, your profession can never do for you what God made man to do for you. How do you rest his mind, sister, when that man is productive when he comes home? He needs to rest and draw strength again to go back and produce some more. To rest and draw strength again to go back and produce some more. It is a generation of narcissistic women. And what's happened is the rise of social media and the rise of online dating and the rise of feminism has taught women that they are not to blame for any poor choices. Every poor choice is glamorized. So if you want to be a sex worker, it's great. If you want to post in bikini pictures online, it's fine. If you want to be in with it, every poor choice is glamorized and every internal reflection is seen as gaslighting yourself. So they've even got terms for internal reflection to prevent it happening. And so what will happen is they are trained to not reflect on themselves because we've been told we've been oppressed for so many years. Now it's time to make sure we project. And so we don't take any accountability. And as a result, when we get into relationships, if we don't feel completely soothed all the time, he must be a narcissist. He must be a manipulator. He must be gaslighting. He, he, he rather than I, I, I. And unfortunately, we've got an online market that caters to that wounded woman, that caters to that entitled woman and caters to that narcissistic woman. And it's so wild to me that so many women talk about narcissism, but the society today has just is just catering to narcissistic women.
I have known an awful lot of quote unquote independent women. It don't matter how much money they make. I've met some who make three, four hundred thousand a year. And I met some men who still trying to figure life out. And they all share one thing. Instability. You can go anywhere to get the lies. But I know you came here to get the truth. Welcome to the atmosphere. Really a whore. Like I'm a like with a with a W. Like I'm a whore. <laughs> but define that though. Like I'm a whore. <laughs> what if, what if Summer comes to you as pretty as she is and says, Mom, I want to be a city girl? She ain't gonna be no city girl. <laughs> so Summer ain't allowed to be no city girl? Mm-mm. No. I want her raised totally different. Like, you know, I don't even want her to either see the light of day like that. Like I really want her to just see like you know, like never headed a school girl and she's on a whole nother way. Like, you know, I kind of was raised different, so I don't want to raise her up how I was raised. So, you know, I'm a city girl, ain't nothing wrong with it, but I don't want that for my daughter. 32, do you think you're just as desired now by men when you were 23 or 27? I feel like now I'm living my prime years. I feel the best. I think I'm most beautiful now. And I feel like I'm more, my head is more in the right place, you know? Because yes, a lot of men prefer younger girls in a way, you know? But I feel like a real man would appreciate someone who has good values and mature. Well, what advantages do you have over women who are younger? You know, I'm very independent. It's like a curse and a blessing. I always do everything on my own. I start over my life like so many times. Like I, I moved from London to LA, LA to Miami. So I feel like I'm very independent. And do you want any kids? Of course, yes. So, I mean, you're 32 now. When's the latest you expect? Already now, honestly. If I meet someone and he's ready to have a family with me and I, I see the same values, uh, he, carries as I carry, I would I would say yes, of course, I, if he wants to have a family with me, I'm ready to do that. So how long into the relationship would you be like, all right, let's try? Like at least six months just to get to know each other. And then from there, you like you move together and then next step, next step. Now you got two kind of women. You got her who will say, I, who will claim it, I've been independent. And you got the woman who will say, well, blame it on somebody else. But it, it's all based on independence, man. That, like, there is no such thing as a truly independent woman. If a woman is truly independent, then you see her life on a roller coaster. If a woman accepts that she can't be independent and she's relying on a man for guidance and tutelage, I'm talking about consistently and constantly and doing every single thing he says the way he says, then you'll see a woman, man, who has stability. Stability is not something that women manufacture on their own. Beyonce didn't have stability before she met Jay. She was an artist on a label being treated like an artist, even though she was selling all those records. She met Jay. Jay took over everything. Put moved her dad out the way because her dad didn't have the balls to step to the labels and say, okay, we run this. He ain't had the know-how. Jay been running the label his whole life. He, he built a legacy. And so he took over and gave her stability. As a creative, she had stability. She became that like her household, her husband controlled her 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 business, which means her business went from the hands of a record company to in-house. And so you have to understand that's another term, man. The Rain Carey show. Boy, I love that term, free spirited. Free spirited. You know what free spirited means? Up and down like a damn roller coaster. It means that there is no consistency in my life. That's what free spirit means. See, these aren't terms that a woman sets out to be. A woman don't set out to be independent. Let me tell you what an independent woman's mindset is. Every time I'm down, I'm by myself. 
that's where the independent mindset come from from going up and down and just remembering when I'm down I'm by myself so when you're down and you keep going up and down up and down up and down up and down once you're down about five times three four five times you just start feeling independent because you're like when you're down you start to wing yourself away from everybody and however far you build yourself up and it's never very high it's never very high well here's the thing about a woman and this isn't like us if a woman is on level five and she falls back down to level one she's not going to make it back to level five she may make it to level four if a woman falls from level four back down to level one she's never going to make it to level four and five again she'll be at level three a woman has to be guided in order to have stability and consistency in her life but you can't guide a woman listen what i tell you if you can't if you can't teach her you can't reach her you understand so if she don't understand how to be led then she's not gonna understand she it's not gonna work she she's she just not gonna work so when you hear this woman talk man this woman is convinced that at this point and you notice that when he asked her do men hold more value in you you know what she said I think I'm this and I think I'm that and I think I'm this and I feel like this and I let me tell you something man ask you a question you say I five times that's narcissism the man asks you what men think and out of five different responses you gave all of them were I you think everything is about you you think that because you feel a certain way about yourself is true but it's not the problem with society today we have gone away from the point where a woman seeks true validation. Because women all have always needed validation. But she doesn't seek true validation anymore. She replaced true validation with social media validation. And so now she can be validated any way she wants to. Why, why do you think Snapchat created all those filters, man? This is by design. It's by design. It, wherever a woman gets her validation from, that's going to be her God. So social media is her God because that's what makes her feel the best about herself. Man, you got these young teenagers out here, man. Man, they are willing to do something to themselves, man, if they don't get enough likes on something. I'm telling you, man, look around. Just look that up. Look that up and see how many teenagers around here, man, doing things to themselves, man, because they don't get enough likes. Because they're not unpopular enough on social media. Because people talk bad about them on social media, man. That's why I tell you, you can't deal with a woman on social media. Not because, you know, she going, oh man, she going to be, you know, meeting people. She going to be selling herself. No, no. It's because the, the deeper she gets entrenched in that, once her validation comes from social media, she's ruined as far as relationships go. She's ruined. However, she gets her validation from social media. So I just tell y'all, man, if her validation comes from social media, you find me a woman that's that's consistently posting pictures of herself on a daily basis. It only she ain't even got to be scantily clad. She can be in gym clothes every day. If she's posting herself every day, then she's seeking validation. You know what I'm saying? I mean, she's seeking validation. I, and I don't I don't necessarily mean a content creator because like that's a, it, it's business. Like if you're online and it's business and you're a content creator, that's something totally different. It's hard to be seeking validation from that so even when you see when you see a woman that's scandally clad and she's doing content like she yeah she's she's selling it with her body but she's doing it to sell she's doing it to get views get clicks like it's business i wouldn't date a woman who did that. i wouldn't deal with a woman who did that. i wouldn't date no woman but you know what i mean i wouldn't deal with a woman who did that but i get that 
But I'm talking about a woman who just posts herself online because she needs the likes. She ain't got no business attached to it. She ain't running no ass. She ain't doing nothing. She just needs the likes. So I'm, I'm telling you right now, man, the best you, the best woman you'll ever find, the best woman you'll ever find is a woman who embraces your validation as being enough for her. You're not going to find it. Having sex in which there is 0% chance of life being created and enjoying that and chasing girls around so you can have pointless sex as much as possible with no chance of procreation or creating a genealogy or a bloodline is actually super gay. What's good, homies? It's your man, Dr. B.O.A. The one thing I tell you men all the time is that you have to stop chasing women. You have to stop giving your seed away to women because when you give your seed away to women, you're not just giving your seed away, you're giving away the essence of your manhood and masculinity. You're giving away your strength. Do not give your strength to women. You may give your strength to a woman, but she has to be the woman who fits you, the woman who fits into your life. So anytime it's being promoted to you that you should go out here and randomly just have sex with as many women as you possibly can, not only are those men uneducated in the, in the ways of, of masculinity, they lack self-esteem and self-value. Now somebody sent me a video on IG, man, of this OG, 93 years old, 95 years old. And the first thing they said to him was, man, you look good to be 95. And he said, cause I don't chase big booties and tatas. In essence, he never trust a big button smile. And he said a lot of other things that I say all the time. But for some of you, I'm not OG enough. So let's listen to an OG OG. Give us that reel about these women and how to maintain a long, illustrious life of manhood and masculinity. I'm 95 years old. You're 95 that's years right. old. You that's look right. good for 95. Because I don't run behind big asses and that'll kill you. Y'all young men, y'all be screwing all these that's why y'all come up with arthritis and rheumatism, your eyesight go bad, your hair starts coming out. When you are uh, 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 over yourself, you bring arthritis on your skin. Every time you drop that seed in her, yeah. your bone marrow and all that stuff from your head to your toe goes inside of her. She done stole your wallet, stole your car keys, she going about her business. Yeah, I gotta get that shit back. Well, 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 you better kill her then. But stay away from that. If you ain't gonna marry that woman, don't stick your dick up her. You don't know what disease she got now. What's the most you ever paid for coochie for? Like 12 racks. <laughs> I can get with a girl. I can take her shopping. I can buy her bag. She wants shoes. She wants this. She wants that. I'm going to spend that anyway. I get the straight cash. Keep your boyfriend. I get what I want. And I get to once in a while look at your page like, damn, that shit was good. You know what I mean? I'd rather do that than all the extra emotions and this. So when you think about the essence of manhood and masculinity, it's about strength. It's about testosterone. It's about personal development, personal pride, personal self-esteem, personal self-value, personal self-worth. And you can't have those things when your one inclination is to give your strength to as many women as possible. So there's nothing you can get from a woman that's gonna be compensation for you giving your strength to her. You'll never get anything that's gonna make up for that loss. And what you heard is OG, who was passionate about what he was saying. 
He spoke with conviction about all of the things you lose when you give your seed over to women. It is not for a man to give his strength over to women. It is for a boy to give his strength over to women. It's amazing how men become adult males and instead of growing and becoming more strong and more independent of the validation and approval of women, these men go back toward that. So you're an adult man, but you rely on the validation of women more as an adult than you did as a child. It makes no sense to do, but see, here's the thing. These guys don't understand that the spiritual essence of who you are is directly connected to your testosterone, directly connected to your masculine hormonal balance. And the more you mix your masculine hormonal balance with a woman's feminine balance, you are going to become more of a female than you have ever been. No man can be 100% masculine when he's having sexual interaction with multiple women on a regular basis. You can't. I don't care what anyone tells you. You are giving your seed away too much. You are in taking feminine energy in too much. And you're not giving your body the time to cycle that stuff out of you, man. Cycle that energy back. Recover the energy that you lose, man, when you give your seed, your strength, your power, your birthright to a woman. Now, I know some beta male sitting man, Johnny, going to come here and say, Woo, Dr. B.O.A., you came from a woman. You came from a woman, Dr. B.O.A. We all came from a woman, Dr. B.O.A. So you say, hey, like, man, you can't let the woman, man, be the boss of your life. You can't let the woman be the most important thing to you, Dr. B.O.A. You can't give back what the woman gave you. What the woman gave you is life. So you turn around, you give her the life that you can make to Dr. B.O.A. That's all you're going to do. You ain't going to be, be getting a woman all you see, Dr. B.O.A. Let me tell you something, Dr. B.O.A. This is one thing I know for sure. If you give a woman your seed, you will never be in need of, well, that don't make no sense, but you know what I'm saying, WBOA, you got to give these women your strength because they deserve it. Unsubscribe. Okay, unsubscribe, so before you go, let me tell you this. You don't owe a woman nothing. You better keep it a buck with her and give her her just desserts, whether positive or negative. No matter what woman is in your life, the blessing of being in your life is giving her more than she could ever repay you for. So when you turn around and say you need to give her your seed too, there's a reason that you've been blessed to be able to procreate. That's what your seed is for. It's not meant to keep making trolls and all this money because you keep having sex with all these different women, dropping your seed in all these latex receptacles. If that's what you really think of your life-giving force, then you don't deserve to have it. You men have got to stop diminishing the value of your seed. You got to stop diminishing the value of your testosterone. You got to stop diminishing the value of your masculine energy. And thinking it's just something you can just throw away to all these different women. You guys out here interacting with women who aren't even feminine. You going to give your strength to her? You guys out here interacting with women who don't do nothing but get on your nerves. Women who don't do nothing but bring negative energy to your life. Women who don't ever interfere with your rest, interfere with your focus, interfere with your peace of mind. And you're going to give them your seed anyway? What is the purpose in giving a woman your seed? Help me understand what you're gaining from giving a woman your seed. Nothing. You know why? Because all you men think about is what you can give a woman. And here's the problem with that. Every time you give a woman your seed, 
you pretty much giving her your life. And you raising your son to give women his life. We talk about livelihood. Livelihood is good. But it don't matter if you give away your life, right? Some of the most successful men on the planet are giving their seed away to multiple women. Who don't mean them no good? Scallywags. Jezebels. Suck you by. And you don't even understand that you're killing yourself slowly. Men in their 30s and 40s are dealing with all types of aches and pains. Look at all the men who are dying in their 40s. Bunch of rap guys have died in their 40s. Why? Because they're too busy wasting their lives, giving all of their life force away to women, giving all of their masculinity away to women, giving all of their testosterone away to women. Let me tell you something. I want y'all to think about testosterone like this. Look how long it took you to become an adult man. We're not like lions. We're not like birds. We're not like other animals. The boys become adults in a matter of months, weeks, sometimes days, depending on bird species. It takes us 21, 22, 23 years for the most part to become adult men. Our bodies produce testosterone at an alarmingly low level compared to other animals. You don't have the testosterone to be given away to these women on a regular basis, not giving your body time to recover. You had a partner man used to knock down two or three chicks in a day, not every day. But when he got out and went on this thing, man, he fought through on three chicks in one day, man. Took all his logic from him. Took all his masculine energy from him. Took all of his strength to resist temptation from him. Because when you give all of your strength away, obviously, you are no longer strong. Now, whatever strength you give away, that's the area you're going to be weak again. That's the area you're going to be weak in. So when you give away your testosterone, you are weak in the area of manhood and masculinity. And no man should want that for himself. No man should. I want y'all to listen to this OG in this video. I want y'all to listen to me. I want y'all to listen to any wise man who has navigated dealings with many women throughout his life. Never chase women. Now, Y'all seen what happened to Solomon. All the things that the Most High gave Solomon. And then he even messed with all these women. And what did what happened to Solomon? He became weak. Here we get to the salon. Alright, it's the people station viewer three. Your hair is kind of <laughs> My hair is 19 inches long and I have no perm. You don't. Oops. Oh, that's not a perm. No, it is not. Nice lady. That's come, run, come run, come run one of your gnarled fingers. While you on air. So they can hear you live. I'm not trying to do any of that, and I can't, I am qualified to be able to do none of that and still eviscerate you because I'm smart enough to know that I need to say that you have gnarled fingers because I know your limited education means you don't know what the word means so you can't possibly respond to it you're not sure of the meaning so imagine you set out a trap for a turtle 
and a rhinoceros steps into it. It's finna be a whole different situation now. So this lady behind the scenes is begging me to come into this interview that I've not scheduled, that I don't want to do, that I'm not dressed for, that nobody's called me about. She just wants it. A very interesting thing happens when you try to trap something that's bigger than your trap. To the point where she says, Cat, come on, I just, you just want to end me for the city. I just want to give you your flowers. Well, I won't talk about kids. I won't talk about no jail. I won't talk about... This is the conversation she has with me and then goes in that room and doesn't mention the Emmy and immediately begins to kind of undermine me. You know, the roasting of Wanda Smith by Cat Williams is something that happened a while ago. And uh, I don't know if I spoke on it on a piece of content or talked about it in a live stream, but we covered it, man. And it was the one of the smoothest cookouts that I have ever seen, man. Not once did he disrespect her. He didn't raise his voice. He simply called her to the task of challenging him in front of folks like that. And man, it, it was one incredible show of comedic genius by Cat Williams. Not only did he cook her, he then pointed her in the direction she needed to go with her own jokes so he could set her up to cook her some more. And man, listen, even her host, Frank Ski, couldn't contain himself until finally he got to the point where he realized that man he was witnessing a total demolishing and so out of kindness for his co-host he directed them to go to radio or go to a song and they didn't go fast enough and cat did not stop until the needle dropped on the music man oh you go could where? You could have said, Wanda, I didn't come here for that. I just want to do the interview. I just want to talk about what happened. Oh, you misunderstand my job. My, <laughs> my job is to be funny. <laughs> my job is to be funny first. My first job is to be funny. My yeah. second job is to be respectful. My third job is to be immaculate and Gaza strip it. That's dope. You cook? Do you cook for your kids? Absolutely. Tell me some of the things you cook that they're proud of. Like, Dad made some. You got the best spaghetti. You got the best steak. What do you have? As a father of seven with an unlimited food budget, you can make uh, whatever is necessary. I said, what they like. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. I said, answering. what do they like? <laughs> Just because you're a poor interviewer doesn't mean... <laughs> Answer the question and just tell Man, me. Man, you're what a they strong like. black woman. Is <laughs> it okay for question. me to answer? You keep interrupting the answer. Oh Everyone can hear it. It sounds like you like me a little bit. It's starting to bleed over the airway. <laughs> it is. Oh, really? I want to let everybody know that Wanda got some lipstick on right now with enough glitter for the 4th of July. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's okay. So. I think, man, her husband watching this might have got mad when Kat said, I think she liked me. She started grinning and giggling until Frank Ski said, I think it is. It is. Then she said, oh, whatever. But at first she was she she reacted to that a little bit too positively. So I think home was already in his feelings about that in the first place. And the level of respect she showed Kat once she started bombing on her. She just don't seem like the type of woman that showed that type of respect to her husband at home. I could be wrong, but 
he had to be in some type of emotional space to come up there, man, and, put, and pull a weapon on that man. What do you cook, Kat? All right, so the thing is, with Seven, you become a good cook just because you got too many different opinions. Like, four of these is daughters, so I got a daughter that <laughs> that only eats vegetables. Mm. And then I got a daughter that only eat meat. Mm. And I got a daughter that doesn't do dairy. Mm. Wow. I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. So you're, you're, you're cooking... You're cooking for whoever is four out of five, right? Yeah. And then you're making the adjustments from there. So you might make lasagna, but you understand that only four or five people out of eight are, going, have lasagna. are going lasagna. So then you have to do a vegetarian lasagna just so that you can cut the difference. Mm. And then because these are Negro children, <laughs> you make chicken wings and make one dozen of those. So you got a regular lasagna, a vegetarian lasagna, and 12 wings. <laughs> And then you fill it out with salad and bread. And then adult, adult here gets that glass of port reserve from there Chateau you go. Alain. Chateau Alain, And the young children get that sweet tea from Publix. And there's a meal. You know what, man? I just, I just, just to hear that man describe that about how he feed his kids, man. I'm going to be honest with you, man. That was dope. Here's a man, a single dad of seven that all living at home with him that he has to cook for and he goes through the trouble of cooking a regular lasagna cooks a special vegan lasagna for the two that don't eat one don't eat dairy and one don't eat meat and then cooks some wings for the rest of the crew and fills it in with bread and salad and that's just one meal right there and he prepares it all man for his kids man that, that shit phenomenal dog for the budget of about $64 that'll feed seven people. All right. All right. I love it. <laughs> the hood education from Okay. All right. Red Grant. How many kids you got, one? I have three boys. Excellent. Yes, I do. Aren't boys simple? Mm-hmm. Aren't boys simple? Um, they can be. They can be. Yeah. Wanda no she I'm what? She didn't do as much cooking in the latter years as she uh, did in the beginning. Oh, uh, whatever. I cook. I do it all. I didn't say that she well, did. Well, that's right. I did it in the beginning and the middle and the end. What's your favorite wait, wait, thing to wait, cook? Wait, wait, your wait. Boys, um, yeah. They like for me to cook. I do a really nice broccoli. They like my broccoli and they love my baked chicken. Hey, and hey, right love. now, look up your phone and see what it takes to make broccoli. And tell me he doesn't say, he doesn't say, heat up water. Uh, uh, that's the only step in broccoli. Simmer. Simmer. Have you ever heard of burned broccoli? Can you burn broccoli? You can't burn it because it's made in a pot of water. Lasagna is not an easy thing to... to. It takes a lot of prep to hear that man say he made two lasagnas. Then he drops some wings for him, which you know they ain't just regular wings. They probably lemon pepper or got some type of sauce on. He got to cook them up or buffalo. Then he fills it in with salad and bread, which has to be baked. And hear this woman say her boys like her broccoli, which it is funny, dog. That's funny. I ain't going to even lie to you. You don't know nothing about You know what her second meal they love from her? What I do with corn. I like to get it out that can and I put it in there. A few moments later.
Yes, ma'am, and getting out to tell you. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you at an arena named Phillips, and you going to tell me at the Atlanta Comedy Theater. That's right. True. Tomorrow, be there. All right. Red Grant show. I know Red I'll Grant. be there. Don't miss it. Red Grant, Cat Williams, thank y'all, y'all for coming through, man. Yes. And thank you for having me. Thank, thank you. you for coming in. I see why people come to Wanda's show. Yeah. Because Frank Ski puts it down. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that crazy is. Uh-huh. Is he crazy? <laughs> and here up and get to the salon. All right, it's the People Station Viewer 3. Your hair is kind of... <laughs> that joint was... My hair is 19 inches long and I have no perm. <laughs> you don't? Oops. Oh, that's not a perm. No, it is not. Nice lady. That's come, run, come run. Come run one of your gnarled fingers. What's here? What's here? Why you on air? What, what, come so on. they can hear you live. Come on. Come on. Let me come over here. No, no, no. That's not how that works. Oh, okay. Well, then stay over there. Don't worry. Ain't nobody putting their hands through yours. That's right. They don't have to. Uh-huh. I don't want them to. Get on out of here. You okay? <laughs> Are you okay? Red Grant, morning? Atlanta Comedy. Tell Wanda to take sure, off them sure, headphones and, and that sure, wig. And make sure. That wig and that headphones come together. And take off together. them old ass clothes you got on. How about that? Yeah, they're old. Versace, yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's she said, Versace. I want to apologize to the people at Versace Collection. <laughs> This is your 2019 summer line that hasn't come out. But you had to open it up and show us it was Versace. I want to just No, I didn't have to open it up. These people are on radio. They can't see anything. Yeah, but you opened it up so we could see it. Yes, ma'am. Well, happy, happy, happy. And happy happy whatever stores for the Black Lane Bryant. That's right. That's right. Very proud. Okay, let's play some music real quick if we can. We going to a break real quick? Very All right, proud. so we go to a break. Shout out to Forever 21. Yeah. This collection. That's right. Shout out to They don't remember me for a while now, right? I'm not the right one to Jones, though. Get this inmate out of here. If you can't get your blood pressure down, you can't call me down. Whatever, little mama. If your cholesterol is 600. Whatever, little mama. I'm little mama's baby daddy. No, you little mama. Yes, ma'am. And what are you, girl? You probably shouldn't talk about sizes. You big on the radio. That's right. And you're big Turn in it prison. Down. And you're yes, big in ma'am. prison. I've never been to prison. Uh, you have 19 felonies, times. no convictions. Yeah. Knock it yeah. off. Prison okay. and jail aren't the same. No, no. Okay. No, no, okay. no. Calm, calm no, no, down. no. Calm down. Only one calm, of us has $12 worth of jewelry on. Uh, no, no, no. No, no, $12. No, 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 no. That when all is available. If you want to if you wanna have Wanda's jewelry, please uh, go to SitGo or Quick Trip at any point. If you buy two packs of Newport 100, they will give you everything Wanda has on right now for $7.99 and it comes with a free car wash. Won't you come on down? Yes, thank you. Absolutely. We appreciate yo, it. Yo, yo, he killed a man with that won't you come on down. But like Famo was saying, when she hit him with the jail this the jail thing wasn't a joke anymore. Like, she was in her feelings at that point. And it turned from just a roast back and forth between two comedians to her trying to embarrass the man. Not because of what she said, but because of how she said it. The vitriol was in her eyes. It turned from, hey, let's just Jones. You, you don't want to Jones to go back and forth with me to, I hate this guy. And it came out, man. And Kat saw it. So what Kat did is didn't even give her a chance to speak anymore after that. You know, he took it light on her. It gave her a chance to go back and forth. But when she said that, man, she ain't really giving me any more words in at that point. 
She started repeating stuff. Yo starts at 9, Wanda gets to the stage at 9.17. Come on down. No shade, please don't get Miss Cat and do her She's almost out of breath. Be careful now. Even on the radio, you can hear the fact that exercise has crept into her vocabulary. Hey, little mama. We're done. You already used that one. Don't repeat your jokes, first time. Go ahead. Here's a woman who thought that she was in a position of power because it was her show. But you're never in a position of power with a comedian with a mic in front of their face. This is what happened here. This is Wanda Smith thinking she's Michael Jordan or Vince Carter and ending up instead being Steph Curry. But instead of staying out around the three ball line, staying out around half court where she is the most effective, the best ever even, she wanted to go in and try to dunk on, Mukimbo, on the Kimbe Mutombo and Cat Williams. Hit her with the no, 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 no finger. And he did it with such grace because he didn't want to disrespect the woman. But he also did not want to give her a pass as Shannon Sharp suggested he should. Because she is a woman who doesn't know her lane. You should play with her with kid gloves on. But here's the thing about kids gloves. Kids gloves to another kid feel like adult gloves feel to another adult. So in closing, man, I'll say this. It's a... it's an incredible thing to watch where a woman believes she's more effective than she is at anything. Even in your personal life, a woman believes she's a better cook than she is. A woman believes she's a better chef than she is. A woman believes she's a better cleaner than she is. A woman believes she's better at intimacy than she really is. A woman believes she's a better mother than she is. A woman believes she's a better wife than she really is. When you really boil it down, the difference between what Cat Williams did and what you men do on your lives all the time is you let a woman believe she's better than she is and you tell her, you're right, baby. You're better than you think you are. You really are. You're so good. You're the best ever. Instead of keeping it a buck with her and showing her, hey, you okay? But you can use some work. You really are. You're so good. You're the best ever. Instead of keeping it a buck with her and showing her, hey, you okay? But you can use some work. So take this cue from Cat Williams and how you deal with women in your in your life in every way. Give her what she earns. But what she doesn't earn, she must return. And if you're an effective teacher for your woman, that's the only way she's going to learn. Like she always get those when she get real. serious when I took you, cause you told me you would follow every word in the book too, I ain't know that I was dealing with a flight risk, I ain't know that a believer could be like this, I did not know you well, pride done made my ego swell, should've been a little more cautious, well, learn from the shit, see where I fell, I ain't gonna cry cause it don't do shit, leave half, I ain't gonna do shit, my wife is a woman that'll stand to the end, I'm a motherfucking man, I ain't chasing no bitch, shit, I did not count that cost, I ain't even really wanna take that loss, I ain't even really wanna lose that girl, fuck that Shit, nigga, shake that off. I ain't about to live in captivity twice. I done picked the bad bitch. Lord, send me your wife. I'ma never shut the door on repenting or nothing. But I tell you the truth, the little heifer was front and I'm cool. Shit, I ain't gonna trip. Get your ass on, nigga. I ain't gonna flip. Should have been the wife. He was acting like a bitch. If I love a motherfucker, nigga, I ain't gonna get real. I can't make you stay, can't make you feel. 
when I need you most, you wanna chill. Girl, it's like you running track and field. Keep on running. Look, I ain't playing on your petty. Many of you guys got penny pussy thinking you got $100 bills. Sorry. And what are you holding on to it for if it's overweight and old? I mean, in your opinion. Not my opinion. What value does it have on the market? What value does an old used vagina have on the market? (laughs) Attached to an overweight body. Like none. None. Okay. So, but you got women out here sitting around telling guys, you got to wait 90 days, why me dying, oh. you got to date me right. See, what I do say is do not go on a date with a man that you are not sexually attracted to. That's what I do say. No, right. it's not of course. That's not of course. That is not of course. It's not of course, because I wouldn't have to explain it if it was common sense. You got people like telling folks 90 day rules and carrying on. And for women over 35, mm-hmm. that 90-day rule, that's a young woman's rule, not a woman who's had kids. Mm-hmm. We're adults. When a man asks you out on a date, he's basically saying, I want to have sex with you. And asking you on a date is a socially acceptable way of getting in your panties. We're both grown and we know that's what it is. Can we act like it, please? A woman. It's not enough to say, oh, I love her. No, you have to figure out, is this woman equipped to assist you through life? Marrying this type of love is what's going to get a lot of men messed up. There's so many men, you know, married a girl and be like, you know, what do you like about her? What did she, what did she contribute to you? And y'all said, uh, and it, y'all did all the work. You pursued her, you gave everything to her. She ain't do nothing in return. I'm talking about she a vibe and y'all have fun. I wow. wish y'all would stop marrying a woman just because she a vibe. And dare I say, I wish y'all would also stop marrying a woman just because you love her. And I'm telling y'all now, if you marry a woman that don't do nothing for you in return, it's not going to change after she marries you. That's, that's where y'all go wrong. Y'all don't look for that prior to the marriage. She ain't did nothing for you. She ain't reciprocate any kind of effort and you marry her. And that's why y'all be miserable as hell y'all in y'all marriages now because you carrying a bitch on your back instead of having a system with each other. 40s fuck differently from women in their 20s and 30s. It's a known fact. Okay. First of all, when you're in your 20s and 30s, you fucking with a coochie. Okay, what you said. Fucking with a coochie. When you're in your 40s, fucking with a pussy. It's a difference. See, pussy, pussy don't come with problems. Coochie does. I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now, it's a big difference. Coochie like drama. Pussy don't. Pussy just like to be well taken care of, you know? Pussy don't give a fuck about what you've been doing all day. It just want to make sure that home is taken care of. That's what pussy do. And pussy likes to fuck. You fuck about how many times you've been out doing you all day long. Nigga, just come in here and still hit this shit. That's all pussy want. Cause I be out here doing me too. Asking where he at, what he doing, when he gonna be back, how many bitches he fucking, who he fucking with, who's in his phone, who's on the line, let me see your shit. Coochie got too much time on his hands. You know, pussy humble. You know what I'm saying? All pussy wants to do is just sit back, relax, chill, have a good life. That's all pussy want. Pussy ain't really worrying about too much drama. 
We don't want pussy don't want drama. A nigga know how to take good care of her, that's all. That's all pussy worried about. Nigga go to work, go do you. I don't give a fuck who you on the phone with. I don't give a fuck what you're doing in your spare time. But just you know when you come, when you get in my presence, I don't give a fuck. I just care about how you treat me. That's it. That's all pussy, that's all pussy give a fuck about. Pussy don't give a fuck about other bitches. Pussy just give a fuck about how you treat her. You know what I'm saying? You good to her. You know what I'm saying? You good to the pussy, the pussy good to you. Now when you good when you good to Coochie, Coochie started to say, why you so good to me? Coochie don't know how to take shit and appreciate it. You know? Coochie don't know when to shut the fuck up and count the fucking blessings. I'm a rich I learned in life was that a man gotta know who to date and who not to date. And what I mean by that is, if there's a woman, John, John, listen very carefully. There's a woman that can bring violence out you or make you change who you are as a man. Run yeah, from that woman. Listen, don't pay attention to that country man, y'all. Don't pay attention to the country man. That spaces the other day, y'all motherfuckers spiraling and thinking shit. Come on now, I'm fucking Cardi B. Man. I think sometimes motherfuckers forget I'm Cardi B. If I was giving this pussy to anybody, it would be out. I'm not just anybody. A few moments later. Cause you will fucking talk to a nigga and a motherfucker will play in your fucking face, fucking face over and over and over and over and over again. And she'll be like, watch, watch what I'm about to do. Watch what I'm about to say. And it's so sad that a Yo, really like to play games with me when I'm at my most vulnerable time, when I when I'm not the most confident. They like like to play games with me because he knows I'm not an easy girl. As long as I feel safe with you, I don't have to be in love with you. Cause I'll I'll marry the man that I respect before I marry the man that I'm in love with. You know what? Who? When you say that out loud. She ain't lying. That kind of, that makes some sense. Yeah, no, she didn't lie. I have no rebuttal. Because I'll, I'll marry the man that I respect before I marry the man that I'm in love with. You know what? Whew. When you say that out loud. She ain't lying. That kind of, that makes some sense. Yeah, no, she didn't lie. I have no rebuttal. Because the safe, the, even the safety, when I went, immediately when you said safety, I'm like, no. In my head, I'm like, no, they want to marry somebody that's financially keeping them safe. A lot of women don't accept the reality that men take respect over love Absolutely. any day, mm -hmm. Absolutely. any day, every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Respect me before mm -hmm. you love me. And then women position themselves where it's like, well, I'll take safety over love. Mm -hmm. Damn. Mm -hmm. Safety. Huh? So as long as you're as long as I feel safe with you, I don't have to be in love with you because I'll I'll marry the man that I respect before I marry the man that I'm in love with. You know what? Whew. When you say that out loud. She ain't lying. That kind of, that makes some sense. Yeah, no, she didn't lie. I have no rebuttals. Because the, <laughs> sa the even the safety, when I went, immediately when you said safety, I'm like, no, in my head, I'm like, no, they want to marry somebody that's financially keeping them safe. And it's so many different layers of safety. But my, mine, Emotionally. keeping them safe. Mm -hmm. like, but I don't have to be in love with my husband because I'm not going to always you're not it, gonna it, always no, no, no. Yeah. But if I'm safe, what I'm going. We've been saying it forever. A woman does not marry you for love. A woman has a vision of what her life is going to be. You understand? 
and she marries the man she believes can lead her to that vision. If she has a vision of the big house with the white picket fence, she's looking at a man who, who got plenty of paper. You know what I'm saying? Or she's looking at a man who already got the house with the white picket fence. Or she's looking at a man who who who's a, a she'll listen, a woman will marry an architect. She'll marry she'll marry a man who owns a construction company because he can build her the white house with the picket fence. You gotta think about these things and stop telling yourself that a woman is gonna marry you for love, dog. She's not. Get that out of your head. Your woman is not with you. She's not with you for love. She may love the life she has with you, but she's not with you for love. That's why that's why she could be so nasty in divorce. Like she could be so bitter and, 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 and so adversarial in divorce because it never was love for her. Career wise, financially and um, personal life. I know where I want to be at next year. You know what I'm saying? And um, so I, you got to get rid of that weight. And when it comes to that weight, it's just like that weight. I will be I'll say mentality mentality procrastination laziness and people because a lot of people are dead weight too and sometimes you know i feel like as a libra when it comes to people we always want to protect their feelings we always want to protect their image we want to we just want to protect people like how would they feel or how would life without me will be for them. Cause you will fucking talk to a nigga and a motherfucker will play in your fucking face over and over and over and over and over again. And she'll be like, watch, watch what I'm about to do. Watch what I'm about to say. And it's so sad that a nigga like to, yo, really like to play games with me when I'm at my most vulnerable time, when, I, when I'm not the most confident. They like, he likes to play games with me because he knows I'm not an easy girl. He, he knows. Yesterday, I could have been out, I could have been chilling, I could have been this and that. He knows I'm in my house, he knows that I'm chilling, he knows I'm not doing the most, and I've really been sparing you. I've really been sparing you. You've been feeling yourself, you nigga, because of your album and shit, and you've really been doing me dirty after so fucking years that I'm up yet. Not even a fucking thank you that I got for your Her lips are mine, my dick is hers, head made a nigga swear run up on the curb. Think I've been my damn real Seven figure nigga, I am him Stars in the eyes, what a mind gone Keep a lazy pussy piece while I grind on Shout it, fuck around, sell the home bar Sex game on par with a porn star Hustle game on par with Beyonce But I'm not Jay, never no fiance I've been faking like I'm on a slow grind Real top nigga sitting on a gold mine They know that I know that they Beg that I fall when they pray that's okay, and I know that they know that I can't land them too fucking fly, and that's why. And it's so crazy that I gotta go to the fucking internet because whenever I tell you something, you don't take it seriously, and I'm so tired of it. I'm tired of it. And that, it was love for you. It was love for you. So that's why this whole emotional thing, we're living in an environment that presses emotion. That's why, man, when I'm watching something, now listen, I ain't gonna lie, I may watch a horror movie, man. I like horror movies. That's that's one thing, man, that God gotta work with me on. <laughs> I like horror movies, man. I be watching the hell out of them. But otherwise, I'm watching comedies. I just watch what make me laugh. There ain't a, man, let me tell you something, man. There ain't a clip of Wild and Out on YouTube that I ain't seen. I only watch things that make me laugh. So if your content is not funny, I ain't watching it. You know what I'm saying? 
Like I'll go back and watch an old AMS, uh, old piece of AMS content, cause he that boy nuts. You know what I'm saying? He gonna say something crazy, but for the most part, if your content ain't funny, man, I ain't watching it. I watch informative content, I watch documentaries and comedies, man. Why? Because I don't want this society and all this technology shit playing on my emotions and having me on this emotional roller coaster all the time. Where you're watching sad movies, then you're watching happy movies, you're sitting up there with your girl watching a movie, man, and your eyes getting wet. She over there crying, you about to cry, you got your eye like this, trying to keep from blinking. Cause this, this, it, it'll keep you in an emotional state, man. I, man, bro, I ain't trying to be around here, man, on this emotional roller coaster going up and down all day, man. I don't want that in my life. Now, somebody may, but I don't want it in my life. It's the least effective way for me to live as a man. You know what I'm saying? It's not very effective for me. It may be effective for you, but not for me. So for me, man, I just believe that as men, we have to view life from a different perspective, man. You know what I'm saying? Like. We have to stop buying into those fairy tales because the truth is, most men only want intimacy without strings. You know what I'm saying? Most men only want that. You know what I'm saying? Most men only want that. But in reality, the true, the most alpha men among us, man, dog, man, we really do think about family, man. We really do think about, you know what I'm saying? Like having a, we running a household, man, running a family, having a, having a loving, doting, obedient, submissive wife and who, who, who buys into everything, you know, that we, that buys into the whole process of our progress, man. Everything she does is about reaching that goal that we have set out and trained her and taught her to pursue as well, man. Like that's what we want. So I, when guys be talking about, man, I don't never do this, man, that's that. I'm going to be honest with you, man. That's that toxic red pill type shit where it's like, man, man, don't ever, you, every man should just you know, be alone and die alone and do it. Man, that's crazy to me, bro. That's crazy to me, bro. I'm not finna do that. I'm not, man, listen, man, I'm not finna, I'm not finna be out here, man, 70 years old, man, he ain't got no family, man, ain't got, I'm not finna do that. I, I, I don't want to do it. But I also ain't finna sell myself short and just accept anything. So I'm always open to it, but I'm never gonna be so open to it that I accept less than what that position requires in my life. That position is always open. I have not shut the door on the wife position in my life. I never did. I never told you I did. I've never talked about that on this channel where that, that position is never open. I've never talked about that. I'm about putting the right woman in that position. And until that right woman comes, I will not put anyone in that position. But when that right woman comes for that position, she's going to be in it. Now, is it going to be legal? No. <laughs> no, it is not. It is not. But I will make sure there's an agreement in place where after I put all them babies in a man and do all that, I'm not going to let her be out there. If, if, if I end up having to put her away or, or you know, divorce her, man, I'm, I'm not going to leave out there busted. You know what I'm saying? Just for just for carrying my babies like that and running my household like that for however long she does, man. And then she deserves something. I'm not going to leave her busted. That's unfair for me to do. So I'm telling you that this whole thing about, man, y'all just got to stay away from that. Man, don't ever do that. You know, don't put, man, that's, that's crazy, bro. I'm not going to be out here, man, spending my whole life, man, out here, man, running through all these different women, man. I ain't going to do it. And, and, the, and the crazy thing is the, the majority of guys who talk about it, they ain't doing it either. The majority guys who talk about it, they ain't doing it either. It's, it's, a, it's a fantasy. It's a myth. Guys want to live vicariously through the guys who are doing it. The few guys who are doing it, everybody don't live vicariously through those guys, man. 
So the whole thing, man, listen, man, we don't take no pills over here. We don't take no red pill, no blue pill, no purple pill, no no none of that, man. You know what I'm saying? Only pill we take is a multivitamin every day, man. That's all we take. We don't, we don't do nothing else. So I want y'all to keep in mind, man, that the way we look at life is not based on reality. Because the reality of life is that women want a provider. That's what they want. Men want a help meet. When the provider and the help meet come together, it's a perfect scenario. God will bless it. If you are a provider and she is a scallywag, God will not bless it. If she is a help meet and you are a sucker who ain't trying to do nothing that God put you here to do, it will not work. The only way it works is when a provider and a help meet come together. There is, there is no compatibility outside of that. Anything else is just people playing games, man, wasting time. I'm keeping a book with you. Playing game, wasting time, man. That's all it is. Listen, brother. Hey, brother. What's going on? How you doing, brother? You know, hey, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm Michael. This is my wife, buddy. Wife. Yeah, we've been married for two, two years. Two years. Speak up, baby. Can't you? I don't know you. You don't know me, though, you don't know me? Bro, hold on, look at my phone. Let me show you our two kids. Bro, we had a private session, bro. Bro, bro what's the chair to this one? I'm your private session, bro. I'm happy with private session. You rather deal with a married man that never tells you no, or your own man that tells you no 45% of the time. No, I'm dealing with the married man. Nah, I take the married dude, I'm sorry. I'm with the married man. Uh, married I'm sorry, tell me yes, everything. Oh, the married nigga, yeah, give me him. So what's good, homies? This your man, Dr. VOA. I was asked by a patron, should he have concerns about his girl having a male personal trainer? And the reason he asks is because, as you guys know, I am a former trainer and I've trained a lot of women. And it wasn't always just business. Unfortunately, you should never allow your woman to have a male personal trainer. You can go anywhere to get the lies, but I know you came here to get the truth. Welcome to the Alphasphere. Welcome to the Alphasphere. BOA. Well, look at me. Look at my work. Wow, this is a personal trainer. This is how you Yeah, work. Alicia. This is what personal trainers do. Come on, bro. This is, this is how you work. So this is what they're doing. Wow. Don't sit and watch me. Ooh, take a personal trainer, you know. Do shit like that. Man, let me tell you something. The moment your wife say she don't know you, you already recording everything. 
I'd have walked out. That should have been it for me. The bottom line is, man, you got to stop putting your woman in positions to to do things. Any woman who want a personal trainer, man, and she want to do it like this, man, look how she dressed up in there, man. And you think about it. A woman who out of shape won't even go to the gym dressed like this. <laughs> now i want y'all to think about that part working not spending no time with her i want you to understand if you're not spending no time with a woman she's spending time with other men you rather deal with a married man that never tells you no or your own man that tells you no 45% of the time no I'm dealing with the married man nah I take the married dude I'm sorry I'm with the married man uh, married I'm sorry tell me yes everything oh the man uh, yeah, give me him. I would deal with my man that tell me no because I'm going to beat him the f*** up. He's taking the married guy because why am I with you? You keep saying no for her. I'm going to go with the married guy. I don't like the word no, so. A married man. Married man. The married man. A married man. You're my little secret. My own guy that tell me no 45% of the time. A married man. Do a married man because nine times out of ten we sure need Anyway, I mean, I guess I'm gonna have to take the married man. Like, why? I need to be told no sometimes. You can't always get what you want. I don't care if you know the guy. I don't care about any of these things because there's a certain energy exchange that takes place between a male personal trainer and a female that he helps get in shape that you men don't understand unless you've been there and done that. And let's just keep it above. 50% of personal trainers scumbags all personal trainers can attest to this and it's just a reality so today i'm going to tell you guys five reasons so to them so today i'm going to tell you guys five reasons that you should never allow your girl girl wife woman significant other to have a male personal trainer now the first thing i want to ask you is this there's two questions 
Why is your girl seeking a male personal trainer? Or why is your girl seeking a personal trainer at all? If you're in shape, why is she going to some other man to help her buy into your lifestyle? You're already living the lifestyle. So why isn't she following your lead? And there's two reasons that that could be possible. Either she's not listening and following your guide, which I have to ask you, what other areas is she not following you in? And if she's not following you, why do you want a woman who's not following you? You know how we are about shut up and and obedience. And the obedience is even more important than the shut up this. Granted, she can't do the obedience without the shut up in this, so I guess they're about 50-50. But if your woman's not listening to you, then you have to keep in mind that that woman doesn't want to follow you. You're not a leader in her eyes. The second reason that this could be taking place is you don't want the responsibility of leading your woman in this way. And then again, I ask you, why do you have this woman if you're not in a position mentally to lead her? That's your job as a man in a relationship to lead. Leading your woman is one of your major responsibilities. It's the number one responsibility in a relationship because a woman needs to follow. And if she's not going to follow you, she's going to follow someone. Could be her mom, could be her dad, could be her friend, could be you know, her male friend, could be her male personal trainer. Now, if you aren't in shape, let me ask you why your girl is trying to get in shape or you're not. That doesn't make sense to me. You mean to tell me that both of you guys are out of shape and she's going to get in shape now and you're not? You're just going to keep sitting there drinking a beer every day after work, watch the sports center? Or why is she getting in shape without you? Let me tell you something. If you out of shape and your girl is getting in shape without you, man, that woman can leave you, bruh. So any of you men out there, if you're out of shape and your girl is out of shape and she suddenly starts to get in shape without you, she's preparing to leave you. Not mentally. I'm not saying she's saying I'm going to get in shape so I can leave him. But if she gets in shape and you're still out of shape, she's going to look at you differently. She's going to look at you like an out of shape man. And she already looked at you like an out of shape man. But when she was out of shape, it was okay. You both were out of shape together. When she gets in shape and you're still out of shape, she's going to be looking at you like a guy man that's not on her level. She's going to be looking at you like you lazy. You sitting on the sofa drinking that beer isn't going to be a safe haven for her anymore. Because she's going to be like, man, that's all he do is sit down and drink beer. That's why he out of shape. So she's preparing a new life and that life is going to cause her to leave. Because here's the thing. You've seen an in-shape man with an out-of-shape woman. You have never in your life seen an in-shape woman with an out-of-shape man. I mean, unless he was previously an in-shape man and had some type of accident or something like that, man, and kind of got out of shape. But you have never seen a fit woman with a 300-pound man. You have seen a fit man with a 300-pound woman. 250, 200, somewhere around there. But you will never see an in-shape woman with an out-of-shape man. She's just not going to do it because she knows the amount of work it took and she's looking at you like you soft if you can't put in that type of work. Now, let's get into the meat of this. Here's the thing, man. You never want another man to be the leader of your girl's lifestyle. Like you live a lifestyle when you meet her, you want her to buy into your lifestyle because a woman will buy into a lifestyle that's good for her once she sees the results of it. And if your girl has been with you all this time and she is not bought into your lifestyle and you're fit and in shape and you eat clean, eat lean, and you do all the things that a man needs to do to be the best version of himself, and your girl doesn't buy into that, when she goes to another man to get that lifestyle, he's going to be her lifestyle leader. So you're sitting 
out somewhere, maybe having a having a, a nice meal with your girl instead of asking you or confiding in you what she should eat or whatever. She's calling another man right there in front of you or texting another man right there in front of you asking for his leadership. You're a simp if you allow your girl to seek leadership from another man. The same thing about church, but we won't get into that in this one. But it's a similar scenario where you're allowing your woman to seek leadership from another man in a very important aspect of life. It's your job to be your girl's leader. Your job. Now, either you want it or you don't. If you don't, you better leave, man, because if you don't, she's going to leave you. And she's going to already be prepared to leave you. That's what happened with Diddy and Cassie. He got her a trainer. The trainer put her in the game in different ways. And... She started looking at Diddy like the old dude he was because Diddy ain't in shape. And all the money that he had didn't matter because that man led her in a way that brought value to her life. Man, she messed around when I married that dude. Now, granted, we'll get in, we won't get in the particulars of the wall and all of that. But she dipped on Diddy at a very important time, a very depressing time in his life. Secondly, there's a level of respect that a woman has for a man who leads her into self-improvement and changes her life in a positive way. That admiration that develops starts to allow her to confide in him. So whatever issues going on with you or between you guys or whatever, man, she's gonna eventually start discussing that with the trainer. I know the intricacies of so many relationships, so many relationships, just from training the woman. She gets into a comfort zone. You understand what I'm saying? You know how a woman meets a man and she thinks he's amazing and she brags about him to her friends? That's the same thing she does to her trainer. You know what I'm saying? She starts to get in shape. People start to notice it and they start to say, hey, what you doing? I'm working with a trainer. What? Man, he's he doing this thing too. And you know they're going to ask, is he fine? If you're in shape, a, wom a woman, if you're in shape, even if, man, listen, bro, you can have a bag over your head where she can't even see your face. If you're in shape, a woman's going to call you fine. And so now there you are. Now she's in a scenario where she's bragging about this guy like he's her man. And technically speaking, he's her leader, he's her guy, he's her confidant, and he's the one that's helping herself improve her life. Man, guess what, brother? He is kind of her man. Because these are things that you should be doing. It's not the woman's fault in this scenario. You're allowing her to go and get the things from another man that she should only be getting from you. This is your fault. That's why I'm telling you don't do it. Another thing. And this is where it starts to hurt. That admiration is almost always a segue into sexual attraction from that woman to the trainer. See, you could find someone attractive but not be sexually attracted to them. At this point, this level of admiration is going to turn into some sexual attraction. Because if she already finds the man attractive, then he develops this mental connection with her this spirit connection with her where they're always working together and she becomes a part of his routine. He becomes a part of her routine. He becomes the part of her day that she looks forward to the most. Do you know why? Because it's the part of her day that's giving her the most results, the most validation, the most confidence. He's validating her without validating her like a simp. He's validating her by helping her validate herself. He's creating internal validation for your woman. So your little flowers and your little, maybe you're looking good and all that, doesn't work anymore because there's another man responsible for it. Now, don't ask your girl this because nine times out of 10, she's going to deny it if she has a male personal trainer. 
And listen, sometimes a female male, a female personal trainer, depending on how your girl get down. But for the sake of this video, we'll stick to male personal trainers. Like I said in the beginning, half of male personal trainers are scumbags. Girl, I to be gentle I'ma pull up in a rental 